0: Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for February 7th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, got one new video up on the blog, which is um, Asuka versus Natalia from Monday's episode of Raw. Now, this match is competitive. Some might say too competitive, but that's what Asuka wants. She doesn't like squashes. She wants her opponent to look good. I don't think either of them did anything particularly unusual. I I just didn't like the ending. Uh, Apparently uh, Natty got a black eye from a heel kick and she wasn't very happy about it. Not exactly sure what occurred. I rewatched the match and uh, I didn't see anything particularly unusual. I thought, you know, there was some yelling and I thought that maybe had to do with, uh, it was, you know, just playing it up. I don't think there was anything unusual. Eh, Everybody makes mistakes, right? Anyways, uh, what I didn't like about, here's what I didn't like about the ending. Natty applied the sharpshooter, and you'll notice she stands up so Asuka can reach the ropes for the break, and it's possible she was supposed to set it up closer to the ropes. And right after that, Kairi Sane distracted Natty, and that allowed Asuka to win with the Asuka lock. Now, of course, the WWE has a bad habit of using distraction finishes as a crutch. Now, afterwards, Asuka calls out Becky Lynch for a title rematch, and that will be on this Monday's episode of Raw. Now, on his After the Bell podcast, Corey Graves echoed what I said last week, that Becky may be losing her appeal to fans. This is because fans loved underdog Becky, but she has started calling herself the GOAT, and fans will likely reject that, and I think, um, it seems to me that they maybe want fans to turn on her, which they've tried to do before, and they have not been successful, but this, could work, <laughs> getting the fans to turn on her. So we'll see if that happens. And Though I do not expect Asuka to win next week, I would not be surprised by a screwy finish. I'm just not sure where they're going with this angle yet. It might, they might just end it next week. I don't know. Anyways, check out the video on my blog. Now, we've got a couple of uh, shows this weekend, MMA shows this weekend. The first one is Invicta FC 39, which will air tonight on UFC Fight Pass. So the main event was supposed to be Jin Yu Fry defending her Invicta Atomweight Championship against Ashley Cummins. All right. And uh, unfortunately, Jin missed weight. (laughs) Yeah, she came in heavy. And so she has had to forfeit the title. They're still doing the fight. But if Ashley wins, she wins the title. If Jin wins... It's vacant. So, I mean, it's like I said, uh, when I previewed this fight uh, a while back, I don't know who's gonna win this fight. I expect it, uh, neither are particularly effective. And um, so I would anticipate it going to uh, a decision, possibly to a split decision. And, you know, neither fighter is what I would call particularly effective. They just don't do enough to win fights. And what's interesting about, to me about it is uh, the two of them have been uh, uh, yelling about, you know, uh, atom weights should be in the UFC. And we don't need any more fighters who aren't effective. And a lot of the atom weights are like these two, all right? There aren't very many that are really any good at finishing fights. And so that's the problem. The, the, the problem is, neither is particularly effective. Okay, now there was a fight that was supposed to be on the show, it was supposed to be uh, Maria Agapova versus Diana Torcado. Uh, Maria uh, dropped out due to an um, injury, suffered in a car accident, it was replaced by Shanna Young. Uh, when Shanna uh, was supposed to weigh in yesterday, uh, she unfortunately was ill, so that fight has been scratched. Okay, so the co-main event, so that so that's fight's gone. So the coming event on this show is uh, at uh, flyweight. Pearl Gonzalez versus Miranda Maverick, and I think we're all familiar with Pearl Gonzalez. Um, her calling card is sex appeal. Uh, Miranda is somebody who seems to have a lot of potential, and I, if she wins this fight here, I would not be surprised if we see her uh, jump to the UFC. It would not shock me. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got Alicia Zapatella versus Kelly D'Angelo at Atomweight. Uh, you know, Alicia looked pretty good until her last fight, and I don't know what happened, but, uh, um, you know, we'll see if she can uh, bounce back from that. Um, Kelly uh, is okay, but nothing special. Uh, at Flyweight, we have Erin Blanchfield versus Victoria Leonardo. Erin is someone who uh, is young. She had a. Um, uh, she um, won the Eddie Bravo Invitational and so she's gotten a lot of buzz because of that I, I just don't think she's looked very good at Invicta though She's, I think she's won a couple, two or three fights uh, Victoria uh, is an okay fighter, very similar so it's, it's like an even match uh, then we also have uh, at Adam Waite uh, Jillian DeCourcy versus Linda Mahalik uh, these are both older fighters and uh, I'm not really impressed with either of them. And opening the show, you've got at Bantamweight, Christina Pettigrew versus Monica Franco. Uh, Christina is, uh, one and zero. she is from, she trains at Alliance in San Diego. So this will be an Invicta debut. In fact, it's the Invicta debut for both of them. Monica is a little bit different. Monica is from, uh, originally from Hawaii. And, um, again, this is her Invicta debut. She's one and zero but her only fight was in 2015. So she hasn't fought for a while from, uh, I thought that was kind of odd. And so I took a quick look at her, um, at her Twitter and um, apparently she's had quite a few injuries and that's why uh, she, she hasn't uh, uh, fought lately. Now, why, how come she's an Invicta? Well, her manager, uh, Jason Adams has several fighters in Invicta, including Jillian DeCorsi. And so uh, you know that's the connection, okay? Is she any good? I don't know. <laughs> you know they're both making their debuts. so that that show is again tonight at um, that show is again tonight at um, uh, 8 p.m on UFC Fight pass. Okay, tomorrow night we have UFC 247 at the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. There's two women's fights on the show. Um, One, of course, is the co-main event. It is Valentina Shevchenko defending her uh, flyweight championship against Caitlin Chukagian. And uh, I expect uh, Valentina to win fairly handily here. Um, Does Caitlin have a chance to win? Well, you know, if she does the keep away strategy like she does all of her fights, the answer is no, because she needs to actually be more aggressive. And if she doesn't do that, she's not going to win this fight, you know, and, and Valentina is the type of fighter that will let her do that, that will do enough to win. And she did that with um, Liz Carmouche. Liz Carmouche, this, you know what it's called? You have to fight to win What? Liz Karmishmush did in that fight was she f- fought to not lose. And it's the same thing that Caitlin does. The keep-away strategy is a is a is a way to squeak out a win by a uh, unanimous or split decision. And I just don't think that's gonna happen here. Okay? Valentina knows what she tries to do. And so She'll either be more aggressive. I kind of hope she's more aggressive and knocks her out or something like that, but could very well go five rounds and Valentina wins by uh unanimous decision. It depends on if she lets her do it. I don't know. I don't know. And, but I, I, I think if Caitlin, all of a sudden, it's funny, I was watching the uh, UFC uh, embedded and Caitlin was, uh, you know, training, she was practicing her jujitsu and all of that she 's never done that in a fight are you kidding me her strategy given to her by Mark Henry is to keep away avoid contact you know she, she's she's uh, tall and she you know she thinks she can win by landing at a distance but That kind of stuff isn't going to work against Valentina, okay? And it doesn't work for her all the time. It's a really, uh, the strategy that Caitlin uses is a double-edged sword. It can work against lesser fighters, against better fighters, probably not, okay? So the other women's fight on this show is uh, on the prelims. It is uh, also flyweight, Andrea Lee versus Lauren Murphy. And uh, again, what we're dealing with here is two fighters who are Uh, notorious for ineffectiveness, okay? Andrea's calling card is sex appeal. You know, we have to talk about this in depth someday, but I haven't really been impressed with her in the UFC. She's, uh, you know, won a couple of fights, but she hasn't really won a fight decisively. Lauren Murphy's been in the UFC for a few years now. And her fights just tend to be close all the time. It's like uh, she doesn't win decisively. Sometimes she loses decisively. But most of the time, she goes to a decision and loses. All right? Or wins. So so I'm not impressed with either of them. Uh, If someone wins decisively, I'd like to see that. But I don't see it happening. Okay. We have one new uh, fight announcement. And that is that... Uh, ag fight in Brazil reported yesterday that Betch Korea versus Pani Kianzad has been added to UFC 250 May 9th at Ginazio de Ibarapura in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Pani confirmed this on Instagram. This fight is at bantamweight. Uh, Betch is 36 years old from Brazil. Uh, she trains with the Pitbull brothers. Her record is 11-4-1 and 5-4-1 in the UFC. She's 1-1 one one since returning from a two-year layoff due to eye surgeries. Uh, Sajara Eubanks dominated her in round one of her last fight, but Sajara pooped out and Betts was able to squeak out a win. Mostly, she is an ineffective points fighter. Panny is 28 years old from Denmark. Her record is 12 and 5 and 1 and 2 in the UFC. She lost to Macy Chason in the tough 28 final. Final. That was for featherweight, so she's big for a bantamweight, and she will have a size advantage over Bet. And and that was the uh, uh, that was true of her recent win over Jessica Rose Clark. So I think Panny will win this fight, but I find that when the competition level rises. Raises and her opponent is the same size. She tends to have trouble. Okay. Anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, don't forget to check out um, uh, that video that I posted on my blog. Uh, uh, be back on Sunday with the uh, recap from the uh, this weekend's MMA shows. Uh, I'm also uh, working on uh, uh, a new podcast that I, I plan on doing with some uh, with a uh, co-host. And, uh, it's going to be a little bit different from what I do here with the, uh, I'm covering current, uh, events and that sort of thing. Uh, but, uh, we should get that up and going in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, I'll, uh, let you know, uh, when we do the first one, it's not something I'm going to do, uh, every week or anything like that, but probably a couple of times a month or something like that. So, uh, just getting that going now. I just haven't uh, got it set up and everything. We haven't figured out our schedule in doing this. Okay. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for my blog or my podcast, you can leave them on Acres' voicemail. And you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you Sunday.